When Mr. Moncrief returns from London, I shall seek his advice about your continued employment in this house. You have populated it with imaginary and fantastical young ladies of questionable morals. I feel soiled. <laughs> she is a virgin, a nun. You go too far, Hartley. Romeo says she refuses to stay the siege of loving terms. Not that she cloistered herself. Perhaps she's a lesbian. I do not believe in lesbians, sir. I'm a Victorian. I merely offer an alternative reading. Had Romeo been in love with a religious, it would have been remarked upon. She hath sworn that she will still live chaste. You have read the play! You are not to be trusted around young and impressionable persons. It is only literature, sir. But you have used it to conjure lewd, living images. Made it far too personal, given it flesh. Art is to enlighten and elevate, not titillate. Not breathe, sir. Literature is precious and unchanging, like a Japanese print in a museum. Preserved under glass for future generations, it is eternal. You've smeared the play with your intimate thoughts. I can't possibly read it again. I'm afraid I shall have to ask you to... Uh... To answer the door, sir. Yes, Hartley. Thank you. Certainly, sir. How extraordinary. Hartley is clearly derelict in his duties, cultivating instead a literary taste that borders on the lascivious, prying into the virginity of an entirely fictitious character, moreover one who never puts in an appearance. Just wait till Algy returns. A young lady to see you, sir. I'm expecting no one. In Renaissance costume, sir. If she is soliciting for a charity, please give her tuppence and send her on her way. Speaking iambic pentameter, sir. <laughs> Next you will say she's using the archaic form of the intimate pronoun. <laughs> well, I have not had occasion to exchange intimate pronouns with her, sir. Well, what does this antiquated and rhythmic young person want with me? She seems affronted, sir, and quite insistent. Oh, very well. Show her in. Yes, sir. Modern life is full of such assaults. One can't go anywhere without being pummeled by poetry or vilified in verse. Even music is a weapon nowadays. Berlioz, indeed. Oh, good afternoon. You must be new to the neighborhood. Few young ladies of Walton wear farthingales when making calls these days. Art thou the wretch dares slander my fair name? I very greatly doubt it, as I don't know your name, fair or not. I am called Rosaline. And thy name, sir? Edgar Bunbury, of the Shropshire Bunburys. <laughs> My name amuses you. I'm the one who should be laughing. In fact, I will. Ha ha! <laughs> Tis trivial. What's in a name? In thine, there's all the substance of a light dessert. Oh, now you've really tipped your hand. My friend Algernon accuses me of triviality. His very word. You're another of his jokes, with your panto costume and your versification. Obviously, Hartley is in on it as well. Twere not for you, I shan't have come at all. A maiden lady's name is all she hath, and stealing mine does not thy treasure prove, but makes me that much poorer just the same. And Hartley chided me for paraphrase. You're quoting from Othello now, I think, but not adhering closely to the text. I can't imagine how this could get worse. Good heavens. Now you've got me spouting verse. And rhyming couplets, too. Let's stop right now. I will not risk another word. But how? You claim you're Rosaline. Indeed, that's so. From Shakespeare's play. I'm from Verona. No! Yes, tis true. Then speak Italian if you can. That's what we're speaking now. <laughs> when we began, you spoke in verse with many thous and these. You've made me rhyme as quickly as you please. 
We each affect the other. What a state. I versify. You've grown more up to date. Some prose, sir? Yes, we rhyme against our will. And find that every I am we fulfil. I suspect a dense paragraph of spondees, dactyls and trochees thoughtfully jammed together will handily solve your dilemma. Multisyllabic words of Latin origin also mitigate the headlong rush of Anglo-Saxon rhythm. Poetry can be contagious and has been carefully regulated throughout history for that very reason. Any number of lives, loves and important military campaigns have been lost through careless deployment of verse. Will that be sufficient, sir? Yes, I think so, Hartley. Thank you. Very good, sir. You realise, of course, we are not speaking Italian, but English. I don't know English. Algie has no money whatsoever. I'm astonished he would spend what little he has on this elaborate and hastily conceived practical joke. How much has he paid you? I hope you were not foolish enough to take credit. By algae, do you mean pond scum? Some might say so, yes. <laughs> but he's a generous and thoughtful gentleman, if occasionally given to absurd pranks. In fact, he has only just left for London to minister to a frightfully chronic... In